happened and I feel like next time I go to the beer store, I just need to pick up either just random assortment of drinks or just something different. See, that's what I always would do. Go on like buying beer and stuff before these recording sessions. I just get like a mix of different things. I, I started to kind of fall into certain patterns. and There was definitely a point where I was just buying Kira Nichibon a lot, but uh, yeah, like it's, it's good to do that and just try different things and have like that. I, I enjoy that experience, I guess, of just yeah. like, I have a bunch of different things. I don't know how they're going to be. Some might be, you know, it might be a little hit or miss, but you know, you might find some new shit that you didn't, that wouldn't have otherwise tried. Right. Of course. Yes. Oh yeah. Like, uh, there's a few times in my life where I just bought random craft beers. And I was like, okay, I'm going to spend the night with a buddy and we're just going to drink these. I'm going to see how they turn out. I've always enjoyed those. Mm, that's fair. That's definitely fair. I have to lay off the... Oh, pardon me. Jesus. I've been a little lost as I drink vodka. I'm not much of a hard liquor drinker. I don't mind it, but... That's all I it's, drink. Uh, it's not yeah, something I, I do as much. It's not really something I would drink casually. No, I'm just having this because I don't need as much to get a bit of a, you know, get something going compared to beer. And I can't really be drinking beer right now because I was drinking a lot of beer. Not, not like a lot, a lot, but, you know, enough on like the weekends. Yeah, I'd be having a few beers and it was it's enough that it's like, yeah, I got to stop because the, the weight gain is not helping me right now. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, a lot of beer uh, does tend to do that. Oh, they, they it was unfortunate. Liquid bread. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure we said that like exact phrase in the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I heard it from. Throwback. <laughs> <laughs> Callback. Callback. Yes. You think well, on that note, <laughs> welcome back to Balcony Banter. It is episode 16. And we got JC back. Hello. And we got Dingo here with us again this week. Good to be back. How's it going, you guys? Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me back. Yes. Oh, no worries. I, of course, am Bigby. And I, of course, am Bias. And how the fuck are we doing tonight, gents? <laughs> I'm doing a lot. Look into my eyes. I look <laughs> high as fuck. <laughs> 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 can you guys do the thing with your eyes where you ping pong them back and forth I mean I, I can try it's probably not going to work the way I'm thinking it will in my mind <laughs> I don't Bingo, know that is Bingo's just looking back and forth it. But nice, nice effort thank you that was very enthusiastic <laughs> hey man I gotta at least try basically if you can go cross-eyed you can do it oh, no, I, I was too mesmerized watching Dingo I couldn't keep up too Man, fast for me. That kind of reminds me. <laughs> that kind of reminds me of just like uh, stuff you used to do in like public school, just like weird shit people found out they could do. Like uh, yes. Doing the thing where you can pop your thumb in and out in a oh, sort yeah. of. Pop your thumb out. Can you? Can you do the Vulcan salute? No, I've. I I could. I literally cannot move these two fingers without moving my pinky first. It's weird. Huh. I think the only weird thing I could do in my younger days was touch my nose with my tongue. 
but I'll say <laughs> once you got closer, didn't look as close. <laughs> For our audio listeners, I attempted to do what I said I could do in the past. Cannot do it anymore. I do think when we started, we did a like a trial run, and I was in that trial one. Then we did what is officially the first episode. This and is I was true. There too. Yeah, you've 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 been around since the beginning. Thing, yeah. um, Don't hurt me no more. We have our oldest oh, guest oh. and our most frequent guest <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> I'm not yeah, sure. I have to go to. back and count through how many episodes. Dingo's been on a few too. I'm not sure. It's going to be pretty close between the two of you, I think, at this point. This is either my third or my fourth. I'm not I sure which. Say, I want to say this is my third at most. Oh. Because maybe JC tops out. Yeah, yeah JC's on four. Wow. <laughs> now JC's I'm, I'm talking to a regular. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. They just don't go away. <laughs> <laughs> No, we love having both you boys. Oh yeah, I love I love you having me. Oh, I love I, you this. Yeah, <laughs> one big happy family. <laughs> Dysfunctional as all hell, but yeah. Video games, anime, alcohol, and weed. I get all you need with a little help from my friend. Ooh, I get high with a little help from my friend. <laughs> Good song. Yeah. Oh. Dog. I tell you, it's been a while since Mention. I've done a shot of straight vodka. <clears throat> oh, man. Vodka is probably one of the worst ones to do shots of. Just because it's like <laughs> liquid bug spray. Well, yeah, like, well, that, liquid, but that's why I find. You don't like bug spray? Oh, bug wow. spray is already a liquid. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> bug spray. <laughs> Sorry. I know, yeah. <laughs> as soon as I said that, I'm like, oh great, here we go. What's what's new with you? What do you got on your radar this week, buddy? Uh not a whole lot really. Just glad it's Friday, as always. Oh, this is the the eternal truth. But been busy, but yeah. It's Friday now, just gonna let loose. I hear you. It's been a it's been a busy week for me too. Um, got some inter- got you know some interesting news, some new new trailer release for Godzilla Singular Point. I, as the big Godzilla fan I am, that's the, always a good day when there's new new previews and shit for the upcoming things, especially when it's looking as fucking cool as Singular Point's looking right now. What's Singular Point, my friend? It is new Godzilla anime coming to Netflix as an exclusive oh, anime. Oh, okay. yes. But it's looking really dope because they're bringing back a lot of like really old shit uh, from like the the kind of like really cheesy like Shawa era uh, films, and it's uh like like sixties and like seventies basically like kind of the some of the goofier campier shit a bit, but they're kind of putting a bit more of a serious spin on it in a way. But it's got i want to say it's bones and i forget the other studio on it but they're both pretty like well-known and respected studios and uh yeah the trailers are looking pretty cool so far and the godzilla design especially is looking pretty uh pretty wicked so 
Nice. I haven't seen too much on the anime, but I've been seeing quite a bit of hype built around the new movie with him versus King Kong. Godzilla versus Kong. I Kong This is a this like, is a hard one for me. This big this big on him. Who? Kong, Kong should be like no, this. No, have you seen the Godzilla. trailer? Kong I have. Kong, monkey I have, big King now. Kong is not that big and Godzilla is not that small. Well, I mean, Godzilla is as big as like, like maybe I don't know. I'd have to see, but I'm pretty sure he's about as big as he was in King of the Monsters. He was pretty big in that one. Kong just got really big. They just made him canonically like in this oh. one. He just he gets like stupid big. Yeah, because for the movie, been, of course, they have to scale him, make it a fair fight. It's been what like eighty years since I've the heard first the first movie. It's been a bit. Yeah, well, because I mean, it's yeah. They, I think they set something up in Kong Skull Island that was supposed to be like, oh yeah, later on they get like way bigger kind of thing. So it's kind of meant to set up that he was gonna get big to be able to fight Godzilla and not get like completely stomped. I've heard rumors okay. though that apparently, and I, I've seen some things that were supposedly official leaked, uh, like images of like the toy line before it was supposed to come out. And uh, one of the figures they had was one from Mecha Godzilla. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so supposedly. I don't know. I haven't seen if they had officially, I think he was supposedly in the first trailer, but kind of like hidden behind debris and shit. So you wouldn't necessarily pick him out. But, right. like, technically you could see him, and it kind of matched up with, like, what they saw from the toy leak. But, I mean, I don't know. Because there's that. There's also that new uh, Pacific Rim anime coming out on uh, Netflix now, too. Oh, I haven't heard anything about this. What did you uh, think about that trailer, Dingo? I don't think we've had a chance to really talk about that yet. Uh, I don't, there's not really much to talk about. Like, it. You know, it looks like an anime. It has Max, so you know I'm instantly intrigued. <laughs> well, this is fair. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, they, though it seems like kind of like some sort of aftermath of like human civilization is no longer a thing. Other than that, I don't really, we don't know enough about it. This is true. I just, I, I don't know. A part of me's not sure if it's gonna be good or not. Like I would like it to be. Um, because after Uprising, it'd be nice to get, like, some good <laughs> Pacific Rim material. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. It's There's something about it that also makes me feel like it's gonna be just kinda really mediocre as far as, like, being, like, an anime adaptation of it. But at the same time, there were some things from the trailer that did look pretty cool, but... Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to see, like, how the show actually is as a show. But like, I'm still more excited for Godzilla. But I mean, I was always going to be more excited for Godzilla. Of but <laughs> oh yeah, I to be fair, this my my love of well, it's okay. But here's the thing for oh, Godzilla versus so King Kong. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, look, I want to be excited for it, but Godzilla King of the Monsters kind of let me down a little bit. Ah, uh, wasn't a fair. bad film necessarily. Well, it was it was an okay film. If I'm being like as objective as I can be, personally, I think I probably enjoyed it. It is, you know, decent. You know, I, I probably liked it a bit more than that. 
but yeah, I don't know. There were just some things about the the plot. The final fight, I also really didn't care for. I know a lot of people were like super happy to see Godzilla use like the fucking like mystic power of dead Mothra who fucking murdered herself to fucking help <laughs> save him. That's pretty much what happens. He gets all this like super nuclear burning Godzilla mode and he just fucking kills King Ghidorah with like energy waves. And I was King like, wow, Ghidorah this is really is lame. Big three headed guy, right? <laughs> yes. And I like here's the thing, I don't mind Godzilla killing an enemy with his like, you know, beam fucking like atomic breath shit. That's cool. If it's done like interestingly. But there was like he just like walked towards King Ghidorah and just it was just like these waves of energy like pulsating out of him and then that's what like it just like ripped King Ghidorah apart and like some of the visual of it was kind of neat but like I don't know it didn't have like I want to see Godzilla like just fuck him up kind of thing like I want to see him be this big ferocious monster and just like get him not get just him. like you know. He just he just like kind of does this. He just kind of stands there and just pulsates. It's not I don't know. It's not as visceral to me as what it should be not for the big monsters fighting. It just yeah. It's like he just he got the power and he just he did the thing and he like, got yeah, the he, power. that's it. It's like an anime. He just he got the power because he believed hard enough. Like, yeah, kind of like it was. <laughs> I don't know. It was just it definitely was that level of cheese. And I, like, I don't mind cheese. That's kind of why I enjoy these movies. I, that's, I, I think you have to enjoy that, that sort of campiness. But it just, I don't know. It, like I think back to like God, the first one of that series of films, like the 2014 one, when he's fighting like those big fucking Muto bug things. And he like has the one like by the throat and he's like blasting his fucking like atomic breath down its throat and like severing its head in the process. And it's just, I don't know. It was... Like it, it was creative and stylish, I guess, in a way that like King of the Monsters just didn't seem to be in a lot of cases. There were some cool moments for sure, and it was neat to see like Rodan and Mothra and King Ghidorah like in a Hollywood production of a Godzilla film. But I don't know; it just didn't quite, just didn't quite get it for me, I guess, in the way that I wanted it to. That's the my. Godzilla TED Talk, I guess. <laughs> I got nothing to comment. <laughs> yeah, I just I feel like Godzilla versus Kong might fall into that same trap, but you know we'll see. Is this you know, just... supposed to be like a sequel to the Kong movie? Yeah, Kong Skull Island was set in the same universe. universe. Oh, okay. It's this like monster verse that they tried to like establish with it, so. um because, yeah, like, Kong Skull Island was kind of made to be, like, a prequel to everything, in a sense. And it kind of tells the origins of, like, the Monarch organization, which was kind of, like, their big through line for everything. And then tech, then chronologically after that would be the first movie in the franchise, which was uh, Godzilla in 2014, and then Godzilla King of the Monsters. And then now we're getting into Godzilla versus Kong. and Which yep. they've done before in the cheesy old movies. Yes. Um, though I think originally in that film, from what I recall, it was actually supposed to be Godzilla versus Frankenstein. What? <laughs> and then it turned into Godzilla versus Kong for some reason. I don't remember the detail as to why that happened, but I mean, uh, I feel like 
How do you make Frankenstein that big? That's the thing. I was going to say that's probably why they scrapped it. They probably couldn't come up with a logical way. Oh, no. There's other. Believe me, there's some other weird, like old tokusatsu films from back then that, no, it's not because it was too weird to make a giant uh, Frankenstein. Believe me, that's not why they stopped. There, There was something else to it. I, I almost wonder if it was maybe just because they were allowed to have the rights for King Kong and King Kong was kind of like a big deal. So they were like, oh yeah, well we can use that instead and just you know have that kind of name recognition to a degree. I was going to say, yeah, I feel like King Kong attracts more people than Frankenstein. Not that Frankenstein isn't a big name, but just like thinking Kong fighting Frankenstein doesn't really attract the people as well as King Kong fighting or Godzilla fighting King Kong. Yeah, yeah. No, and that's fair. And I mean, it, it's not like Western movies never impacted the Godzilla films in Japan either. Like, um, it was in the Heisei era films, kind of more in like the 80s and 90s. Uh, it was Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. And that film had like a lot of weird time travel shit because like Back to the Future was big. So they were trying to like kind of ape off that to a degree. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's there's definitely precedent for that sort of thing. In all these kaiju movies, like how far time-wise happens in between each of these movies? Because are they just like rebuilding certain cities and stuff in between? So, like in the like old Toho films, they wouldn't necessarily always be like sequels to each other or like a consistent universe. Generally, a lot of the films, like well, I mean, for one, like the Shawa era films, which is like the earliest era, which. I wouldn't necessarily include the very first Godzilla film, like Gojira, the original from like 1954, just because it artistically is like way more significant than any of the other films that came after it, really. Because uh, most of the films after that became really goofy and just kind of aimed more towards like younger audiences and stuff like that. So, it, you know, that's where you have like some of the really goofy like memes you'd see of Godzilla, like dancing around and shit and like using his atomic breath to literally f- propel himself through the fucking air like a f- giant lizard-shaped rocket. Um, <laughs> which was a real scene, and it's, it is real dumb, but that's that's that pretty much encapsulates the, the shower era of films, really. Um, like, there's a character... Okay, so the character of Jet Jaguar is basically this big mech, very, like, uh, Ultraman-style kind of, like, vibe to how he looks mm-hmm. in a sort of sense, other than the, the color scheme, I guess. Uh, that character was the result of like a contest where they let like a bunch of kids like design like a new character to show up in a movie, and then like this one kid won, so they used his design, and that's that's why we have Jet Jaguar now. <laughs> nice Jet Jaguar, Jet Jaguar, as they Jet um, Yeah, so and that's the and to give you an idea of like what the Godzilla fan base is like, Jet Jaguar is like a cult favorite character. Like everyone fucking loves Jet Jaguar, even though he only shows up in one film, and he's kind of a stupid character. <laughs> he's kind of there to be friends with Godzilla and fight. Uh, Want to say Megalon? Don't. I'm pretty sure it's Megalon. It's Big Drill Beetleborg, man. Um, Big bad Beetleborgs. Yes. Oh, I'm looking. Except they're bringing Jet Jaguar back for Godzilla Singular Point, and that's why everybody's hyped for it, (laughs) or at least one of the reasons. (laughs) 
Well, what are the other reasons? Well, the other aspects of the show look cool, too. Um, but, yeah, Jet Jaguar's pulling some weight on uh, the hype train on that. But We've also got another bit of uh, entertainment news, I guess we could uh, discuss, eh, Dingo? <laughs> hey, uh, oh, a certain yeah. franchise that was uh, a little bit of a darling of ours is getting a live-action adaptation uh, in the future here, it seems. What's this? Tell me, tell me. Uh, yeah, what's this? this? <laughs> the Borderlands is getting a live-action adaptation. Oh, yeah, and Jack oh, Black. Man. Oh, it's not just... Hold on. It's not just Jack Black. Who was uh who was it Dingo that was cast for Patricia Tannis? Oh, uh Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. Okay. Is cast as Patricia okay. Tannis. Uh we have Kate Blanchett as Lilith. And then we have and the role of Roland, the stoic uh serious uh soldier, we have Kevin Hart. <laughs> oh man. That would be Which is uh oh i don't know kevin hart's not who i would have picked to play roland personally exactly that's what makes it great i i don't know i don't know if i agree but you know what it's okay it's like and it's again nothing against kevin hart i just think kevin hart is like a very like he's really good at doing that kind of over the top kind of goofier type of character i guess that's right it just generally tends to be the energy he takes to it I just I don't see him meshing with what I remember of Roland from the games, who is always just very like, yes, we have to do the mission, and just very kind of like, I don't know, yeah, just he doesn't have like that energy that in that sort of personality that would normally attribute to Kevin Hart. But you know what? If he if he goes in and he he plays it that way and like he wants to try and do it that way, that's fine. It just kind of signals to me that the studio producing the film is probably not going to try and necessarily be as faithful to the game, but I don't know. I guess in some ways I should also not be uh, speaking before I've given it a chance, I guess. Yeah, I don't really... Like, when I heard about this movie, I didn't really have any hopes for it. Uh, I will say Jack Black being Claptrap is a, I think, the best decision. That is the best casting choice they've made so far. Which, well, okay, I shouldn't say Jamie Lee Curtis as Patricia Tannis doesn't sound like a bad idea to me. Um, I don't really have an opinion of Kate Blanchett as love, yeah. but yeah, no, Jack Black as Claptrap. That's all right. That's good. <laughs> that's a money. Uh, that's a ticket generator right there. Or tickets. Oh yeah, like I'll probably watch it just to see that. Honestly, to an extent, um, I do really love Jack Black. Claptrap. Well, Cop Trap's Cop Trap, but um, there's a part of me that loves him in, in a way that only a really like a really serious fan of Borderlands could be, I guess. Uh, it, but also, there's that part in everyone's heart that deeply, deeply fucking hates him. Because <laughs> in a <laughs> lot of ways, that. <laughs> I think that's the best way to describe Claptrap. <sighs> like, he's everything good and bad about Borderlands in, in like, kind of all in one package. Because some of his, like, some of his character and, like, like what he is and, and I don't know, the, the whole idea of his character, I guess, in some ways can be, like, entertaining. But, man, some of his jokes are just really kind of, like, yep very emblematic of the poor writing of those games sometimes. I always found that the Borderlands games didn't 
take themselves that seriously, or at least at the start. And that's why they kind of just oh. win with those jokes. But then when they tried to make their stories and stuff more serious, but stick with those kinds of jokes, it just didn't hit the same beat. Um, yeah, I think they really needed to kind of like pick the tone they wanted to go for. I mean, I don't mind them being serious about it, but then they, if they're, their comedy kind of needs to be a little bit more, I know the tone needs to change a lot. Like you can still make it a humorous title, but keep some of that seriousness. But I think like the humor can't be the kind of humor that, you know, people like Randy Pitchford enjoy. <laughs> Who's Randy Pitchford? Randy Pitchford's a fucking, uh, he's a, <laughs> he's a vile, vile man. And I really don't like him, but he is the one that founded Gearbox, so they literally <laughs> can't make him leave. Um, okay. But it would be really cool if they did, because I he's probably the source of a lot of the issues there. Yes. Nice. Gotta love it when... I'll th- throw down in the Arby's parking lot right now. <laughs> throw down I, know you're, I know you're filthy enough that you'd fight me there. <laughs> yeah, um, it sucks when something you like kind of has come from... Okay, no, but like, do you do you know the depths of like <laughs> the kind of character Randy Pitchford is, my man? No, like, have idea. you heard any stories about him? Nothing at all. So you've never heard about how he he, he left a USB drive at a medieval times, which, if you don't know what that is. It's this, like, place where you go to watch, like, people do, like, jousting, and it's all, like, medieval-themed and shit, but it's also, like, a restaurant that you go and eat at. So it's, like, a weird dinner and a show thing. He left there a USB drive that was full of two things, bees. Take a wild guess what those two things were. Uh, well, probably porn's one thing, I'd guess. You got one of them. Um, I really don't know, just anime? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> there was porn. Uh, <laughs> which we'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> but along with the porn were sensitive company documents. Nice. Both together nice. on the same drive that he forgot in a medieval times. And I At a medieval times of all he places. Was, he was questioned about the porn, and I believe it was on record that he said that he had it because, and this is a real fact, Randy Pitchford considers himself a magician. What? And he <laughs> believed that... What does porn have to do with... He, he believed that, like, I think, if I remember correctly, the porn was specifically, like, a woman, like, squirting. And he was like, yes, this is basically like a type of impressive magic. And that's like, he tried to like play it off like that was his reason for having it. He was only interested in the magic, guys. Wow. What? I don't. I don't. That's probably just the tip of the iceberg. Oh, Oh, yeah. Well, we could could easily dive into the whole Aliens Colonial Marines debacle and how he basically (laughs) like lied to journalists about the game. And yeah. basically told everyone that everything was fine when everything was not fucking fine. <laughs> the game was a train wreck, and they knew it was going to be a train wreck, and they still released it to customers. And uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, I want to say Sega tried to sue them, actually, after the release of it. Uh, claim because they were, they basically contracted Gearbox to make it, because Sega were actually the ones that had the Aliens license. 
and uh, they basically tried to turn around and claim that the game was like worse than what Gearbox led on to them, and they were basically oh, wow. like deceived. I don't remember how that turned out, though, if that was in Sega's favor or not. I'm gonna say it probably didn't hurt Gearbox too much, but then again, they're also owned by fucking 2K, which is also not great, yeah. <laughs> in my opinion, but I believe if I remember right, uh, he was charged for pocketing twelve million or something from Gearbox or something. Oh yeah, he's done some scummy shit like that too. Well, I mean, a lot of people have talked about too how there's like, um, like culture issues at Gearbox as well that like he really kind of fucking perpetuates. Oh no! Just like that kind of you know. Yeah. Dude, bro, kind of bullshit, right? Like, dude, bro, dude. Um, it's been a while since I've looked into any of it, but so I I don't want to say anything too out of line because, like, I don't really know a hundred percent what's true or not. I just know that I don't like Randy Pitchford, (laughs) and I'm allowed to have that opinion. Randy can't fucking do anything about it. Well, he knows where to find you if he wants to. Just always there hanging out, waiting for Randy Pitchford to show up. <laughs> and he no, knows which one in I particular. Would, <laughs> I would I wouldn't fight Randy. I just I don't I'm not a it's not the kind of person I am, but definitely don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> I can picture you throwing down with someone. I don't I don't want to be that kind of person though. <laughs> I don't know. It's like fighting in real life is like more dangerous than people realize. Cuz I mean like it really only takes like one misstep and then you like fall and like smack your head off the pavement and then boom someone's oh, yeah. like maybe even dead <laughs> depending on how hard they hit, right? Especially if alcohol's involved. Oh yeah. People Man. are a lot more fragile than they seem. <laughs> A lot of people kind of forget sometimes. I mean, yeah, in our youths, we definitely forget that, but yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember uh, this quote from Game of Thrones that I think they say, like, we're just sacks of meat with, like, blood and bones to keep it all in line. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like, once enough blood leaks out, you're done. This is true. Um, Any of you guys ever been in a fight? I mean, define fight. <laughs> uh, like, have you ever like thrown fists with someone? Fists have been thrown. I don't know oh. if it would be like a full-on fight. <laughs> like, was oh. it kind of like a one in like a couple shots and done, or like? Yeah, it was more like, okay, you should not have said that, and boom. <laughs> it's not like I'm when you say that. I'm imagining like schoolyard, all the kids are around and cheering. Yeah, that's that's what I'm kind of picturing. Like, uh, yeah, no, just like, never boom, boom, like boom, 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 boom. It was just fucking fisty cups. He's just <laughs> fucking not going. Not, nothing like that. It's been like, you know, you said something, one or two fists may have flown, and that's it. <laughs> Ooh. If it's not too personal to get into, I'm curious to know what got what got. And I'm wondering what got you going. I mean, because, I mean yeah, it no, was I, just uh, like I just you're such a mild one kid who always man. knew how to get under my skin. Oh, oh yeah, that's totally and, and it's just man. you know bad day, and that just you know. Oh, okay, yeah, that's not bad. See, I think most of us have been there. Where it's like someone is pissing you off so bad. 
you just do something like not necessarily violent, but just something you shouldn't, you definitely should not have done. Oh yeah. Although I don't regret hitting the kid. (laughs) (laughs) He must've been really fucking annoying to get under your skin. You're like one of like the coolest guys I know. You just, you've always got like such a calm head. about. There was this one, it wasn't the same kid. There was one kid. Oh my God. I wanted to hit him so bad. He essentially, in elementary school, my teachers essentially moved my desk adjacent to him. He was like this problem child. Oh, man. And like, oh, you're, you're going to be a good influence on him. And it's like, oh, that's what? Bullshit. Fuck. Yeah, that's Fuck. Bullshit. Fuck you. <laughs> it took only a few weeks until I like went out to teachers. You got to move me. I, I've had enough for this fucking kid. <laughs> like, he's oh, always wow. fucking like just poking at you and all this other shit oh fuck yeah that's the thing about kids that's i'm not surprised that like even if you are like such a really calm charismatic guy even in elementary school there's something that just a kid does and they can just do it over and over and just drives you up the wall and kids just one of those things, like, it's one of those things like some kids yeah maybe you hit them they like they learn their lesson but they don't give a fuck and just love to see you squirm yep and it's just like I would get in more trouble, and he would still do it. So just please do everything you can to make sure I don't have to talk to this kid anymore. The other guy, no, it's just like I mean, to be fair, we we were friends. It's just one of those days was like not a good day. Oh yeah, he just said the wrong thing. (laughs) That's fair. And yeah, Uh, I mean, have you guys had violent encounters? (laughs) I've never. I've never had points where I've gotten. Yeah, I've had some points where I've gotten pretty mad in the past and had like kind of arguments like that where i've you know almost kind of fought a friend in, a, in maybe like a similar sense as you dingo but yeah nothing too much i'm not i tr- generally try not to be an aggressor although there's definitely points where my temper gets a little bit of the better of me particularly when i'm driving i have bad road rage <laughs> it's not something i'm proud of though oh no that's, i got road rage too and i'm not proud of it either fuck me I can get really fucking agitated behind Man, the wheel. One, one time I got a bit of road rage w- when my mother was in the car. That was not a fun time. <laughs> that was not a fun time at all. Like, I didn't Did yell or anything. It? But just, yeah, the thing, that, what I revealed in front of my mother, oh, man. <laughs> what you revealed? Oh, no. <laughs> There's some things you don't want your mother seeing. Your road rage is one of them. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I for me to... it was that time I drew um, some, let's say, homoerotic imagery, and uh, definitely didn't want my parents to find that, but they found it. Oh man, and that's how they learned I was bisexual. <laughs> uh, can't say I've had an encounter like that with my folks. <laughs> I don't recommend it. <laughs> Fair. I can laugh about it now. At the time, yeah, oh, yeah. it wasn't. Fun. Would you say that's the equivalent of your folks walking in on you doing the deed, or you know? <laughs> okay, deed? what what exactly is the deed? Masturbation. Go? Oh, okay. Jacking it. Uh, yeah, probably. No, yeah, no. There's definitely been points. I mean, it happens. It yeah, sure does. I mean, yeah, I've never been caught personally. Good, real personal wow. on this episode. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Uh, let's it's good. Keep going. Be let's vulnerable. Right Share. Uh, when you when you when you're doing these sessions, how like 
how much preparation do you have to take? How like, much do, you, like, do you schedule it around people not being Whoa. around? Bigby, <laughs> turn yourself 45 degrees to your left. <laughs> That's your right. That's like sixty degrees. Like I need forty-five <laughs> degrees. Like yeah, that's get, get it with the perfect. Okay, all right. Okay. Yeah, okay. Stay. Oh, am I being drawn? Oh no. Probably. Yeah, well, you're oh. being sketched for practice. I'm trying to not like take uh, forever at fleshing out everything and shading it perfectly. I'm just like getting the impression. Oh, that's fair. That's a good thing to do. I mean, if you Man, send another photo that. of it in the chat, I might be able to make it digitalize it again. Oh, no. I don't know how I feel about having that done to my own face. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'll give you clarity. Can I move now, or do I need to still oh. remain in this position? Well, it's, it's easier when you stay there, I'm but you're, you're a this on the, I'm glad we're doing all of this on the <laughs> listener's time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay. Here, thank you. here li- li- listen, my our great audience to me getting my caricature done <laughs> live on the oh, riveting content. Yep. Ten out of ten episode. We nailed it, boys. <laughs> it's the secret that many other podcasts have not reached. Man, <laughs> an utter sense of not giving a shit. <laughs> Have you guys uh, heard of this game called well, what? What is it? Valheim. I've have heard of this actually Valheim. earlier uh, today. Yeah, I've seen my boyfriend playing this with you guys. I was curious I, about this. Yeah, I'm still kind of curious too. I bought it, tried it once. It was a little slow to start, but yeah, I, I am gonna give it another shot. But yeah, I haven't really del- dove too deep into it. My boyfriend said it was something like. like runescape meets terraria or something like that that's how i would subscribe to it's yeah it's just a a a survival game basically and you just gotta build up from scratch essentially it's kind of like arc in a sense like we have to build up from scratch just no dinosaurs (laughs) well that just sounds like a worse game (laughs) (laughs) yeah man do you guys ever play no I never played it. I got into it for a while there, and it's a fun game. I'll give it uh, credit where credit is due. But the taming part, like where you actually tame the dinosaurs, my fuck, that takes forever. My fuck, a, eh? I like. Yeah, that. <laughs> JC gets it. But JC, yeah, I just like inter- that you said the fuck word. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck word. Just not even the f words. The fuck word. That was really my the fuck word. Game. For fuck's sakes. For fuck's sakes. Uh, has this been, this uh, Valheim game, has it been uh, popular in terms of streaming and stuff? It seems like that would be. Uh, streaming? I'm not sure, actually. That's a good, good question. I, I see it's like, yeah, this seems like a game streamers would get on. Uh, according to <laughs> Twitch at the moment, it has a total of 67,000 viewers. There you go. So it was popular <laughs> enough. I, I know we didn't use Minecraft as the word to describe this game, but <laughs> I'm pretty. I was never super into Minecraft. All about like these survival games, but I was one was like, it looks like a good price. I don't know. I feel like you want this is not a game you want to play by yourself. Yeah, you know? definitely one of those games. Yeah, and I'm not always up for like a cooperative experience. I don't know. 
That's fair. No, that's definitely fair. I can be that way sometimes, too. In a game that I feel like you have to play cooperative or you're just not getting the real experience, it's just a game yeah. I probably would not play. Well, I can't say I wouldn't play a game like that, given the episodes I've spent hyping up uh, my love of Deep Rock Galactic. But <laughs> um, no, I can understand that, though. There's a lot of games that I... Or like a lot of times where I just would prefer to play like a single player game, like more solo experience that I can just kind of enjoy on my own time. Yeah. Um, no, I definitely can understand that. Been playing a lot of Hollow Knight, so I can say. Uh, Ooh. I that's that's a game I have been wanting to get into is the Knight series, Shovel Knight, Hollow Knight. Yeah, I haven't actually played Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight's one I definitely want to play. I have been wanting to try Hollow Knight more too. They both look like really good games. I know Hollow Zoo Knight. really loves Hollow Knight. It is Fly really likes Shovel Knight as well. Sorry, I didn't mean okay. to cut you off there, Dingo. Oh no worries. No, yeah, but like I'm it's it was a game that I played a long time ago, but never finished. And mm. I didn't get super far, but it was just like I put it down for some reason and didn't pick it back up. Oh yeah, that's, uh, that's fair. Picked it up again somewhat recently. I'm like 16, 17 hours in. Getting pretty distance in that game. Still good. Very good. You know, if you're into like Metroidvania or if you enjoy games like Dark Souls, I feel like you'll, you'll get have some fun. Hmm. I'll have to give it a shot at some point. What have I even been playing lately? Well, my PC died recently, so I've been just trying to look at getting <laughs> new parts to yeah. fucking replace it. Oh, she's looking nice, though. I'm not getting a new graphics card because my GTX 1060 is just fine for right now, especially given the current graphics card market, which is rough. <laughs> There's uh, It's hard to get anything good. And uh, yeah, the amount I'd have to pay for the amount of an upgrade it would be to step up from the 1060 for me right now is... It's not worth the cost. So, man, you're but, uh, you're kind of in the same situation I was in. I want to say like a few months ago, where your computer yeah. died on you. I got to, uh, yeah, I still got to order the parts, but I got a I got a new bill coming together. Mm-hmm. Getting that Ryzen five ATX chipset. I'm looking Ooh. at getting no word of a lie, thirty two gigabytes of RAM. <laughs> Oh wow, that's a decent amount. Oh, baby. I might step her down to sixteen because thirty-two is a little excessive. But just get the again, thirty-two. The price difference. Oh. I got thirty-two because the price difference wasn't that much. Probably it's not. it's really not that big. Yeah. It's enough that it's making me consider, but I'm probably going to just indulge and go for the thirty-two. I just... mean, at that point, you might as well because you're going to be oh. using this computer for a while. So. Oh. Just get it's so game. juicy though having all that ram what am i gonna do with all that ram i'm so used to having so little ram to use and now i'll just have like more ram that i could probably need right now again that's the same situation i was in i got a new computer recently and it's a it is a some quite the upgrade from what i had before but um, like I was saying before, you're in the same situation I was, but you, you're kind of lucky in the sense that you have a work computer to tie you over. I literally had to get like a new computer like by the, uh, by the next day. 
Damn, yeah, that's true. So I just it's, had to kind of uh, like I just searched up like pre-built computers and like that found some pretty good options, honestly. Pre-built computers nowadays are like I think are decent. Oh yeah, for sure. Because a lot of the parts are just better nowadays, whereas like even five or six, seven years ago, if you bought a pre-built computer, it just wasn't the greatest. No, that's definitely fair. Yeah, I yeah. I just kind of at this point enjoy the the idea of building my own at this point. But yeah, it's it's definitely not as bad as it used to be just buying something pre-built. Um, especially if you have like a set budget in mind and maybe not like the best idea of like, you know, what parts you want to get, I guess. Exactly, yeah. I don't think I've ever had a computer just crap out on me. Oh, I have some ideas as to why it crapped out. And it's <laughs> I'm not going to lie, most of it's probably my fault, but too much uh, more. Lessons you got to learn, right? <laughs> I mean, this rigs also from out. like when we were like just starting college. Okay. Basically, okay. She's, still in year 1. <laughs> she's a decent. She has decent age on her. Oh, yeah, not quite 10 years, but she's uh, getting there. I've, yeah, I've roughly had this machine since, I want to say, start of college or before college. I've given it some hard resets, but other than that, it's still going great. Is that that same computer that we used to use to watch anime when I'd come over and hang out in those days? <laughs> I believe so. Uh, I believe so. Ooh. Those were some times. Oh, man. Um, a lot of Persona 4 references in those days. Oh, yeah. Are the Persona games good? Never played one. <laughs> Tell him, Dingo. <laughs> Here's a rabbit I'm jumping to. Persona games are an interesting beast, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I would say they're not for everyone. Oh, okay. Uh, the, the for the last three titles, because this the first two games are, I would say just more straight up JRPG, and the mm. last three are a mix of JRPG and t- time management sim. I guess where the idea is usually you're a high school kid and you're managing your high school life, like hanging out with people and you know, making sure you study all that, and then the idea is, like, at night, you go through these dungeons and fight monsters, and there's some overarching story to it. Uh, I've enjoyed them, for the most part, and it's one of those things where recently I've come to the realization that the time management aspect of, like, I gotta try and max out everything and be most efficient use of my time, is what I enjoy about those games more than the actual JRPG combat. Damn. That's like, the way I expected that to work out. I don't know. I I haven't played a ton of them, um, but Persona, the good chunk of Persona 5 that I played, I quite enjoyed. I like how fast-paced it is. Some of the mechanics that they had around the battle system for that were interesting. Particularly that whole stuff around like the holdups and stuff that you could do with enemies yeah. is neat. Very much, uh, it felt very cohesive with the whole theme of them being thieves, I guess. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Four, is, I think, is my favorite of the games, but it has a four is a classic with, with the start of the game where it is very slow. That it, and I'll say that's been my big barrier to uh, like really getting into and playing through Persona Four is how slow the beginning is to like kind of get through. I at some point will definitely. I've been wanting to get Persona Four Golden on PC, so eventually I'll get my hands on that and I'll really give her a, a good try. Yeah, I would say it's one of those things where, since I've played already, I could just skip, try and skip that as best as I can and just get to it, but. Yeah, like it's like you gotta sit down for like an hour of just watching text go by, and then it's like, okay, I finally reached the game, yay! <laughs> Metal yeah. Gear was like that. Oh god, if I remember, I only played Metal Gear for Solid Four, but I feel like there was halfway through the game there was like this cutscene that just would not freaking end. I don't remember exactly which one but yeah that sounds like hideo kojima of <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i would say persona is a game that is not for everyone but anyway you know i would say persona 4 is on steam for like 20 dollars so if you're gonna try it that's a good one to try i would say it's my favorite story and characters isn't uh isn't hitler in persona 3 <laughs> <laughs> Persona 2, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. My mistake. <laughs> 3 is a different beast. I would. It is a game that. 3 is a game in the, I guess, fan base that is has split opinions on. Either you love it or you don't really? care for it. I don't care for it. I know it was definitely a little bit different because I know, like, how they summoned out their personas, like, generally involved in them, like, shooting themselves in the head. Yeah, I know that was like at the time kind of seen as like edgy. It's a it's well, I would say each Persona game has some sort of theme around it, and Persona 3's theme is death. I so, see. I guess it fits, but it's a it's definitely a very edgy game. Well, Persona definitely has the potential to be edgy if it tries to be, but. I think it found a, a nice identity with four that it kind of still managed to carry forward with five, even though five was obviously in a lot of ways still very different to to four. But yeah, five is a lot more uh, f- fast paced, I guess. But yeah, I would say uh, I would say four is a good one to try if you're just looking for like a cheaper way to try and get into the series. And you know, it's on Steam, so it's easily available. Uh, Persona 5, you can get, I would say, if it's a sale or something, you can easily get it for $20 on the PS4. Uh, there is a Persona 5 Royal Edition, which, uh, very, I, I think it's a very questionable practice, but it's essentially the base game, but they've added stuff to it, like more content and changed some stuff from the previous title but it's at its base the same game, I guess. And then they just sell it at $80. So yeah. it's, it's one of those things where you probably, if you want to try Persona 5, you should probably just go for that one. But also you might be paying a bit more money at this point. Oh, yeah. 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 Not exactly well, I think like... 
Yeah, because well, I think they did that with Persona 4, but I think when they released Persona 4 Golden, that was like a ways after Persona 4 had actually come out. And it was like a bit more evenly between the gap of Persona 4 to Persona 5, at least I think. But the other yeah, like it wasn't that long ago Persona 5 came out. So for them to turn around and do a gold or like a or sorry, royal edition of it, whatever, it's yeah, like it definitely kind of reeks of like, yeah, we're just gonna try and get more money for how hyped this game was. That Atlas has very bad practices of DLC. And oh, I would well, say the other thing yeah. with Golden is that it was a originally a PlayStation portable game. That is so true. Different console too, so it's one of those things where I do give it leeway. But yeah. This is fair. Cause yeah, I yeah. No, you're I mean a lot of Japanese studios I find are not always the greatest with DLC. Like I mean, even Nintendo with Smash Brothers could be a bit better. I mean the fighter passes, I don't mind that too much, but I mean they still kind of stretched it across too. I mean, Smash is also a game like I don't mind buying fighters for because every new fighter is I mean, with a few exceptions, usually pretty interesting, except for, and I know you're a big Fire Emblem fan, so do forgive me, but I am, if another Fire Emblem character gets added to Smash with this new fighter oh, pass, I'm going to be so mad. I love it. It's fine. You can be here for it, but I, <laughs> listen, it's, there's a, there's enough Fire Emblem characters. There's, there's other franchises that Smash. need representation. Uh, but, I mean, then there's all these other costume packs and everything too, right? I mean, so. if it is another Fire Emblem character, just don't let it be a sword boy. Let it be like someone like Hector who swings just a giant yeah. axe. I I would agree with that. It's they usually go for like the main character of a game, who just how the games usually are. So it's it, yeah, it's one of those things when you when you're taking the same archetype of character and there's different iterations of the same archetype. They're all going to feel very similar, and I don't think Smash has done a great job of making the characters feel distinct enough. Honestly, I would say the only one that feels actually fun to play is Robin, because he has, he's very he's got a lot of magic, I guess, moves in the game. But yeah, no, that's fair. There was that one. Enough sword uh, boys. No, for sure. There was that one though. She has like the weird dragon shit or like the spiny, spiky stuff. Oh, she was kind of a little bit more. Oh yeah, yeah. She was a little bit more interesting. She's interesting, yeah, at least. But yeah, I mean, a lot of them. Like I obviously like Roy, Marth. I have no problem with them being there. They're they are classic Smash characters. They you know oh, yeah. they deserve their their place in the roster for sure. They've been um, around. Yeah. And, and they're they're distinct enough from each other, and they're you know again they they have that history in the the franchise. Um, but yeah, like Lucina, yeah, well, Lucina's just dead. she's just female Marth. You're not wrong. <laughs> she kind of is. I mean, yeah, like even if you play like the games, she is essentially a descendant of Marth. Well, that's You're fair. And like, like, look, I don't hate that. Like, it's fine. I don't necessarily mind the idea of playing as Lucina. But like, also like, I don't know. Just Marth was there first, I guess. I don't know. It's the characters are not different enough mechanically to really make them. Yeah. Fun. And there's other 
characters I'd like to see. I mean, as Mimi as it was, like, I really do enjoy seeing, like, you know, Steve from Minecraft in this alongside, like, Pac-Man and Mega Man and, like, all these other... I don't know. It's become just such a cool like celebration of gaming, I guess, and gaming's history in a way. That's why I want Master Chief in it because I Master Chief hella deserves to be in fucking Smash if that's the case. I don't know. It'd be pretty hard to find to add a person from a first person shooter and just no. And I will always return to this. Solid Snake isn't Smash. First person though. Play play uh, play Metal Gear Solid Two. It, it, it's a military stealth shooter. Like, that's essentially what it is. But they need Doom I Guy. Mean, I'm not going to. Fucking yeah. Doom Guy. Doom has had some, like, major releases on the console. Oh, yeah. No, Doom. Like, Doom Guy would also be an excellent choice. I honestly think both of them deserve to be in it. But I don't know. Yeah. Like, I feel like of the two, I would see them adding Halo, like, like Master Chief in over. Um, over Doom Guy just because like the Doom series is like especially adult and it I don't know like the great thing about DLC is if you don't want it in your game or your kid's game just don't buy it. This is you true. You need a credit like, card to buy it so like that's you're 18. No and, and this is true and I think it would be good to have and I, I would say there's definitely um, basis for that being true because I mean well for one Bethesda is now owned by Microsoft, so in theory it's open because that's where the rights are with the series. Yeah, so like that, it could happen. I mean, there is that whole deal about you know the the cross height between Animal Crossing and Doom that happened last year for Doom Eternal's release yeah. as well, and Animal Crossing New Horizon, and that was noticed by like you know the the Japanese side of things in terms of like uh, Nintendo and the, the studios involved with uh, New Horizons, so you know it, there there's reason to believe that they would like you know cash in on that to an extent and try to you know push to have Doom Guy in the you know in the roster right, but you know it, if N- Microsoft is doing more business with Nintendo, Microsoft could also try to push to be like hey you know we have our new Xbox coming out. There's a new Halo game coming out. Could we maybe try to get Master Chief in on the, the roster too, right? So, because I mean, Halo Infinite is coming and I'm sure Microsoft's going to want to do what they can to promote that to an extent too, right? So. Here's here's your face. Is that my face? Oh, there I am. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's Captain pretty good. hat as I deserve. That they is are, really good. Not Damn. focusing though. I'm focusing, or at least I'm trying to. You gotta much do that thing where beauty bloggers do and put their put your hand behind it so it focuses. That's good. Okay. I dig it. Well, Smash though is one of those events that almost all people that are very much into video games watch. So that's like one of the best forms of advertisement. Exactly. Yeah. This is true. Like New Smash character gets Smash. announced. It's it's big news. Yeah, even if you're not even that into Smash. Yeah. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's got a take. Exactly, yeah. My son really likes Smash, so I kind of have to at least be aware of it. Oh, I love Smash. I love two Smash. Smash. (laughs) Saw that coming from a mile away. You deserve that one. You set it up. Look what he's wearing. (laughs) Uh, A hoop. (laughs) What I'm wearing? No, it's just... 
Oh. Not literally. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. On that note, I think it's time we do some shout outs for this week. It's where we give our every week we give our rec or our weekly recommendations and some cool new shit to check out. Does it have uh, to be new or just new to us? New to us. Okay. <laughs> Are you gonna start us off? I was kind of waiting for somebody else to start. <laughs> okay, so I uh, recently started listening to what I always considered to be my guilty pleasure, and that's Gary Newman. Ooh. And uh, really, I, okay, yeah, I just looked him up online to like listen to him on Spotify, and I'm like, oh, he has like a shit ton of music. Like, it's not like he put out the the fucking two albums I know from the seventies and the eighties, and then that was it. Um, so I went back and I started listening through some of it and, uh, what was the name of that one? So my guilty pleasure band is Gary Newman and I found out that he put out a new album and it is called Savage Songs from a Broken World and that was in 2018 and he's got a new album coming out called, uh, I think the album's called Intruder, the single's Intruder. Uh, but it's Gary Newman. pretty good. Here in my car, I feel safest of all. Uh, oh, yes. Okay, now I know who you're referring to. Still not an artist I would necessarily expect you to be into, but I mean, that's not meant to be a, a dig in any way, though. That's, no, that's all good. You, I you, you had always... Uh, You'd always pronounced yourself as, as the metal man, so you know that tends to be how I think of you, but... So I heard a cover, actually, of Cars. Um, I was going to... Covers for Cars. Cars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, you're looking to get that shit covered. We got you covered with these covers for your car. <laughs> yeah. Fear Factory, that's who did it. Fear Factory, motherfucking Fear Factory. <laughs> Industrial Metal Band did a cover of Cars, and Gary Newman... Um, did a like a cameo or whatever you want to call it on the uh, the song orgy blue Monday uh, is another example of that kind of thing, man. So um, I went back and listened to his music from 79, 80, like around then. And there's some other great songs, me or M E or whatever you want to call it. M E, I guess. Yeah. It's a really good song too, but check out his new ones, man. Like, give Intruder a listen, and you might be blown away. Damn. That was a lot of words. I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Gary Newman. Check him out. Yeah, man. The guy. The guy's pretty fucking awesome. I, I, I'm digging what he's putting out musically. Okay, uh, I can go next. Uh, um, what do you got, Dingo? I think I can uh, vouch for this one. I've been trying to get through a backlog of anime I've, I've reached golden kamui oh holy shit are you kidding me no dang yeah you fucking how the fuck did you know i fucking was watching that shit tonight i was like no nah, i gotta really? get through this series because i've never <laughs> finished watching it i'm always meant to go back and i'm like i yeah. gotta start from the beginning cause it's been too long I watched like the first episode before we started recording this. No way. <laughs> That's incredible. Wow. 
No, Golden Kamui. I'm just I'm gonna just take this opportunity here to slide in, just basically uh just co-sponsor <laughs> this recommendation with you uh with you Dingo, because I didn't really have one in mind before this, so you have uh saved me some some thinking. Um yeah, no, Golden Kamui's excellent. Definitely watch it. Yeah, uh yeah, I'm not sure but they're just like the Russo Japanese war. Yes. Uh, it's basically just after that, and it centers on this dude who is uh, the the immortal Sugimoto, as he's known, because he Yugimoto. was known to like basically get in. <laughs> God damn it! God damn to it. get in there and like just really fuck shit up during fights, uh, during the war and, and the battles that he was involved in, but like would always come out like unscathed, or at least would like recover really quickly. Um, and so he basically, his buddy dies in the battle, but he goes to try and still earn some money to get her eyes fixed in the U.S. before uh, relations between Japan and the U.S. start to go downward post that war in terms of like the real history that was going on. So he ends up learning about this whole uh, deal where there's basically all these prisoners that have escaped this prison that all had tattoos and all of them basically pointed to the secret like hidden treasure that was basically originally a bunch of gold that was gathered up by uh, these people known as the Ainu, which were like a real like ethnic group between uh, Japan and Russia. And then the, culturally, they have roots kind of in both places. But they're they're very kin culturally to like you know native uh, like natives here in, in Aboriginals in like Canada and, and the U.S. and stuff uh, in terms of like the their kind of relationship to nature and stuff like that and how they kind of lived at that point, though. As the series touches on part of that's culturally from like the history between like the Japanese sort of against the Ainu in a sense in terms of you know how they in much the way that you know colonial uh, powers weren't necessarily kind to uh, the the native people of North America uh, there wasn't always necessarily agreements in that similar sense either uh, but it all takes place in like Hokkaido which is like all of this like snowy like northern area in Japan and it's it's just got this really great setting because you basically have Sugimoto as this like kind of vicious like soldier dude, but he's he's fighting for a good cause and he, he's ultimately like a pretty good dude, but he's definitely seen some shit and he's like the one to really like get his hands dirty. And then there's his uh, like companion through most of the show, which is like this younger uh, like Ainu girl who like uh, is basically like she's out for basically revenge because the gold that. Uh, the Ainu had gathered up basically got stolen by the guy who then basically tattooed all the criminals to hide the secret code. And they basically go on this whole hunt to try and track down all the pieces of the code. But there's other groups that are also trying to figure it out. And it becomes this whole like uh, this, this big treasure hunt rush across all of these different factions that are trying to get their hands on the gold. And it's, interesting because the time period is would be not i don't think too too far off from like what you'd almost expect for like a wild west type thing uh through in more western media but it has this like really like you know traditional japanese kind of flavor to it but it it kind of feels very much like you know those sort of like uh wild west stories involving like you know uh like like cowboys and like native tribes and stuff like that and, and kind of the that sort of crossover in that same way. Um, but it's, it's really interesting. I know the manga actually got some praise from like 
actual like Ainu people in, in, in real life too, and for like how it represented like their language and culture and stuff. So it's a uh, yeah, strongly recommend it. Sorry to, to hijack your your whole deal there. No, Dango, man, I think man. you you did a way better job of selling it than I would have. So I oh, but yeah, no, I'm quite a few episodes in. I think I'm like on episode twelve right now of thirty something right now. And yeah, no, oh, it's man. super good. Uh, it gets fucking violent though at points. I will say that. Uh, I don't. It it gets. I will say there's a couple weird spots in the, in the anime. Not like bad, but just like, huh? The tone has completely changed, and it's weird. <laughs> well, I just remember particularly. I think there's a scene where. Sugimoto gets captured by the dude uh, who's leading the other military group, and he's got the big fucking like dome thing on his head, and he's basically like sociopathic because he had brain damage from like a shell that he got fucking hit with. Uh, so he's kind of fucking crazy. Uh, but I think there was a point where he like stabs a pencil through Sugimoto's cheek, and they do other kinds of like shit to him. And I think there's also a distinct point that he. Well, I, I no, I don't want to get into spoilers. Yeah. Uh, that was already a bit of a spoiler, but uh, what I was gonna say was more of a spoiler, and I'm not gonna say that. But there's there's some gorier things that they do in that. Uh, yeah, no, not really all the time. I I can't think of one scene that's like that left me like speechless because of the amount of gore. It's true. It's, we're not talking like berserk here. This yeah. is, uh... but yeah, like. If you're a little squeamish, then yeah, maybe avoid this one, I guess. But it is very good. I would definitely give it a chance for sure. It's uh, it's got a re- does a really good job of selling like the the survival aspects too. Like, there's a lot of scenes of them in the wilderness, like trying to survive and kind of like presenting Ainu culture through that. It really gives a shit about food too. Like all of the cooking scenes where they're like making some food and eating it. There's a lot of scenes with that, but. It uh, it really helps to humanize the characters and really give a like a deep sort of look at them and, and their personalities and stuff and like really get to know them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I think the food scenes are some of my favorites just because of some of the faces they animate. <laughs> I saw a Twitter post of a uh, a girl cosplaying as uh, uh, Astrupa, the the yeah. main Ainu girl. And uh, she's all like dressed up as her, but it's like her face to like side by side with like one of the manga panels of making those like faces yeah. as she's like mimicking them. It's like, man. <laughs> Every time I see it, it's like, oh, I want to screenshot this, but I'm like laying down and like I don't really want to get up to do it. But it's like, these, those are so good. Oh, it's it's quality faces. I've not seen reaction faces of such quality since I uh, watched Nichijo back in the day. Hello. What about you, you bees? What are your, what are you gonna throw out there this week? Um, I'm not sure really about a whole much of a recommendation, but lately uh, I've gotten back into this game called Tribal Wars. Um, oh, I've heard of this. It's okay. Well, I, that's actually pretty surprising, honestly. Um, it's one of those games where it's like uh, it's a web browser game, first of all, but it's one of those games where it's like it's like you have to build up a village. And you base uh, it's set in the medieval oh. times. You have to like build up an uh, army. Essentially, you can either choose oh. like expand your village and like conquer, uh, uh, yeah, conquer like this world, and uh, or like join a tribe and like get in wars and stuff. And it's yeah, all, and, yeah, 
it's this because uh, if you obviously if you pay you can get like uh time reductions and stuff because it's one of those games where it's like as soon as you get to a so- certain point uh, uh doing one building upgrade could take like five hours it's like oh my fucking god Ooh. but i just like the aspect of um this medieval world that you had to like kind of protect yourself from other people and conquer at the same time like you and you is it like online or yeah oh interesting uh but yeah it's an old web browser game i used to play way back in the day like my first job is what got me into it because i just saw one of the head chefs playing it like oh that's that seems a little interesting took a break from it and then it just kind of popped in my head recently like you know what i'm gonna give her a shot again and i've been Mm. playing quite a bit haven't spent any money and i'm not going to because i just a little stupid to me honestly uh but it's one of those games where it's like it's very pay to win uh see i really don't care for that too much personally but you know i just like that type of game where it's like you build up kind of a society and like you can join a tribe uh like just defend yourself or conquer stuff i don't know why i just like like, you know free-to-play games can have like engaging and interesting gameplay sometimes but yeah i mean i'm usually not a fan of the money grubbing tactics and that would preclude me from suggesting games like that a lot of the time but i uh yeah i mean there's there's games that i can enjoy despite that at points oh yeah yeah kyle i like that type of game uh in the building a village kind of thing and it was just a nice little nostalgia thing because again i used to play it way back in the day yeah, well, I mean, so, yeah, I guess if you like the type folks, of games, right? yeah. give her a shot. Not really much of a recommendation, but that's just kind of something new I've been engaging in. That's fair. I mean, it can be a recommendation if you want to be, my man. Well, it's gonna be. Damn. All right, guys, well, I gotta get going, y'all. Well, that's that's Ooh, the that's the point that we're at here. I think Woo! this has been. Uh, this has been a good episode, guys. Appreciate having you on this week. Yeah, thanks for joining us, boys. We really appreciate it. Yeah, this is a great time. Had and, fun, y'all. And as always, thank you very much to Blackbird Bell for letting us use his music for our intro and outro tunes. He's Absolutely. very handsome. Look uh, him up on oh, yeah, Twitter. Sorry. Look him up on Spotify, Bandcamp, all the things. Look us up on Twitter at balcony yeah. underscore banter. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. Yeah, this has been Balcony Banter, episode 16. I've been Bigby. And I've been Bias. See y'all. Have a good night, y'all. Stay sexy.